Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. Are we good? We're good. Okay. Um, should, uh, what, I do want an apple before we start. Okay. Do you need I'm anything else? I'm pretty good, man. Cool. Yeah. These are honey crisps, too. Mm. What up, Mary Jane? Mouth is full as hell. <laughs> you waited just the right amount of time. Yeah, I did. How's it going, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> what up, Ben? What's up? Man? <laughs> I'm very comfortable now. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. You good yet? Yeah, we've got snacks. We've got a great guest. Yeah. You got cotton mouth. Mm hmm. You got a LaCroix. I'm going to put down this chip, though. Yeah, be okay. a pro. That's why I didn't grab anything to eat because I knew Mike was just setting me up. <laughs> Do you want an apple? Like five seconds before we started. <laughs> <laughs> it is like a fun setup uh -huh, yeah. to do yeah. if you fall for it. Yeah. Ooh. But you're a little too savvy, I'm huh? Seasoned. I'm seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind introducing yourself to everybody sure. and just giving, um, giving us a little bio and a resume? Sure. Uh, my name is Ben Whalen. I am now the VP of Business Development slash Public Relations slash Events. High five. Slash a million other things at uh, Show Products, which is comprised of some brands you might know about in the cannabis industry. Um, we got started with Rosin Tech Products. Boom bop. Yeah. Um, that's kind of been a fan favorite. We've been around for a while and um, built a really cool brand, um, met a lot of people through that, including really like both of yourselves, Yeah, which is one of the best parts of it. Uh, we also opened up Dab Nation, which is a retail store downtown LA, right by the Staples Center. So sick. Very sick. We're very excited about that. We um, bring both those brands to a bunch of trade shows to you know, meet the community around the world and get our products in their hands. Um, do a bunch of content as well. Mike, you came and did the podcast that we have called The Sesh. Much more professional than this one. <laughs> yeah, well. It's not yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not that professional. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. Wait, and also, I mean, can we also get to eventually the other side of it, which is like your distribution chains and how you are like the, the biggest one-stop shop for like making things happen? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um that's those other two brands I mentioned, Damnation and Rising Tech, is kind of how we got started. And then a year ago, we acquired a company called Masterminded Distribution, and we took it and really ran with it. They had a pretty large um, distribution network to begin with, but we built a sales team up, um, continued to build the brand up, did more trade shows and events and stuff like that. Now we're, we're servicing over 5,000 retail shops. We were just in Las Vegas for Champs, which is one of the biggest shows for smoke shop buyers and ancillary products for the cannabis industry, and we killed it. Yo, like, it was honestly it was the by far the best show we've ever had. Um, we set like a crazy high goal for ourselves, and we nailed it. We reached it. Really? Wow. Yeah. So it this a was a goal like, meaning like a sales goal. Sales goal. Cool. Yeah, we set something. We we're like, yeah, let's just do that. And we'll get a trip out of it or something. You know, we'll reward you some way. Yeah. And we hit it. And it was like we always kind of knew we were capable of something like that. But it was sort of in our brains. Um, but now it became very real. Um, so, yeah, that's masterminded distribution. We have um, a ton of products. 
that we service. Dude, um, it's so dope. Congratulations. Them, thank you, man. Thank you. Um, we got a, a lot of positive feedback this week, too, of just, you know, people coming over and, you know, wanting to get some stuff and then saying, okay, well, like, you know, when will I have all this stuff? And we're like, oh, no, it'll it'll ship tomorrow. And, like, their friends will be like, oh, no, these guys are on point. And it's like, we want to bring the kind of professionalism from other industries of and, and bring it to cannabis and, and help fuel this industry get these great products into shops that you know people are going to enjoy what how many events did you do last year how many things because um, i remember we were talking and you made my fucking dick fall off yeah it was <laughs> um it was like 70 plus Oof. um yo for people who don't yeah. who aren't in the game i'm going to try to give a description about like what a lot of these things look like because 70 it's expensive it's you're like on the road. You're like a touring band, essentially. And this right? means that you're you're setting up a booth with activations inside, with all of your different merch and like the Rosentech are like a bunch of heavy machines. Yeah. So, so some much. of those were more like local LA events, but it's still, you know, I had basically like sixty-eight to seventy um, like POAs, like plan of actions that I had to get with at least a couple That's people. Not piece that, of ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I had I was 70, the same thing. I had seventy pieces of ass last year. <laughs> I guess you could say that was a busy year, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, someone had to say it. It had to be the woman. It is well because yeah. you set goals and then you like exceed them, right? Right. Yeah. With plans of action. With yeah. or, or wait. Oh, either way. Okay. I opened up a uh, whole can of worms. Sorry, everyone. No, but so you know, some of them were smaller and, and took a little bit less energy, effort, money, and stuff like that. But a lot of them were these major trade shows where we had multiple booth setups or you know large activation spaces up to forty or fifty um, team members at some of them. So yeah, it was it was a lot. Um, we do we work really hard, and it, it takes a lot of energy, but we do see the the you know the rewards from it, which is again like meeting the right people, um, getting our stuff into the hands, and and showing it off to the world, basically. Success through promising on what you deliver is pretty dope, man. No, delivering on what you promise. What, what did you I mean? say? You said promising on what you deliver. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> But we all know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was there. I was with you. Bet. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> but that's why you guys are a good team. Like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I used to go to the High Times Cannabis Cups and like Rosentech, for instance, would be activating. You'd be like on hand with the plant, pressing buds for people to experience what that actually was. Educating. Like it was the first time that I'd ever seen a rosin press, and it was really cool to watch people be able to come in like with their flower and and just have that experience. I don't know. It's like very much about the plant and about the people. Yeah, it's it's interactive. So it, it just kind of adds another element. And education has been a huge part of what we've done. Because when we first started, you know, like even yourself, who's a very intelligent person who knows a lot about cannabis and the plant, like wasn't that familiar with rosin presses. Right. So imagine what this regular person in the world was you know they had, I'm, I'm they a regular had, person well though. no you know what I mean you're you're in the, the world very right. much um, so you know there's a lot of people we had to educate about this in order for it to become sort of a bigger industry like so, we were, we preached solventness like put the flour in use heat and pressure you get a higher like higher quality extract back mm-hmm. um, you know there's debate and some, some people still love you know BHO stuff people have really elevated that side of extraction as well um, but you know, we preach sovereignless and you've seen how much it's grown in the last few years of how popular it's become. And, you know, that was 
uh, an amalgamation of a ton of people working towards that, but we, we really tried to do our part. To... Yeah, you guys were talking Terps before Terps were even yeah. you know, unknown, sort of buzzy buzzword in the weed world, well, right? Uh-huh. One of the first um, cannabis cups that I took part in with, with Rosin Tech, I think this was like 2016, um, Nicotee had already been, do you guys know him? Yeah. Like, yeah, so he had already been. Hashmaker extraordinaire for anyone who doesn't know. Exactly, exactly. Like yeah, me. Like, Oh sure, <laughs> cool. And he's been uh, he's been a homie since day one. He would make hash and then press it on our machines at the at the cannabis cups. So you know he was definitely a big part of that, and even ahead of us a little bit. But we kind of were coming up just as he was really hitting his stride. Um, Mila, the hash yeah. queen, obviously. You know those those Mila Jansen, who's like sing- I think kind of single handedly responsible for the ice water hash revolution because of her bu- bubble bag and pollinator inventions. Yeah. yeah, so she's got a book too that you can read. It's very cool. Yeah, so the, I mean, there were people who, you know, even before us, really were elevating cannabis extraction, um, and we saw that and recognized their talent and kind of tried to create more things to put into the hands of people. Sorry, Mary Jane's too unprofessional. Sorry That's about that. True. We're not going to edit that out. But um, <laughs> phone. Sorry. Oh, who could it be? Uh, it's my sister. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's up, sister? <laughs> what Sorry. up? Caroline. Yeah. yeah. Where did you grow up? I grew up in New York, in Long Island. Okay. In a little place called Merrick. That's okay. uh, where Lindsay Lohan's from. Yeah! <laughs> yes! <laughs> little tidbit. Dude, see, um, I knew we get exclusives so out here. So, found out about smoking weed at a pretty young age. Like, I had an older brother, so he smoked and kind of like, it was in my world. So, I was like... Uh, 13 14 something like that like eighth yeah. ninth grade started smoking loved it was it a um, glass piece or a little dugger? ever was like a, like some senior gave me like a, a little roach of a blunt i don't think i didn't get high and then the second time was like a little bowl and then the third time was like the that did the charm it was like after my last final of eighth grade mm-hmm. some kid had a party and i went to my other friend's house who had an older neighbor and we went there before the party, and they're like, "You want a bong hit?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." I was like, "I don't know. I haven't gone high before, so let me try this." And I ripped a huge <laughs> bong hit, and I died. Like I just started dying. I was coughing. I couldn't stop coughing. I remember like, like being kneeled over next to his pool, like thinking, like, "Do I just drink the pool water? Like, what, <laughs> what will help?" So and then, and then like it hit me. You know that like the first time you get high, it's like a, it's like whoa, the world is different now um that doesn't really happen as much once you've been smoking for a long time where it's like that clear like shift of reality but i remember asking when my older friend we were going to walk to the this other party i was like hey man if i fall asleep in the middle of the street like can you guys pick me up he's like you're not gonna fall asleep shut up just keep walking I was like, okay but if i do i just i want to be clear i would like to be picked up but i didn't i didn't fall asleep everything was fine yeah um it's a i love that though because like Weed is like the like with alcohol. It's like give me the keys. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. With weed, it's like hey, if I take a nap, you guys are gonna be with me, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want a little assurance. Yeah. yeah. And then I went to University of Maryland for college, and right before I went, my I was like, you know what? I'm gonna show up, and I'm gonna have the best weed of anybody. So I I hit up my guy, and I was like, yo, I need the most fire ounce. Like I'll pay whatever. Like I wanna have the best weed there. And he gave me some fire. I don't even remember what strain. We weren't even really talking about strains back then. This is like, like look at green, crystalline, smells like skunks. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I did, and like I, I 
I brought that. Um, my first night, my roommate was Sam Juris, now um, my boss and our CEO. Um, got him super high, and then a couple days later, met Vinny. Got him high. He was like, "He's like, where? This is, this is pretty good. This is pretty good." <laughs> That's um, such a good Vinny. And we we really just became fast friends. Honestly, um, had a great college experience. At one point, we we were supplying University of Maryland with some terps. Which is funny because it's the University of Maryland Terrapins, but it's Terps for short. So like, ah. we've legitimately been Terps since uh, since 2006. So <laughs> fucking awesome. We were supplying the school with some Terps at one point. After college, I ended up getting into like acting. I started it at college, like doing student films, doing some stand up and stuff like that. I just kind of got into entertainment. Mm-hmm. So I went to uh, a school called Stella Adler Conservatory in New York. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, uh, to me, that's like creme de la creme. It's a big deal. It's a good school. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in New York where it's like, it's just people are acting and going to class and that's a fucking big one, man. Yeah. No, it was a, it was a legit school. It's actually kind of a funny story how that happened. I, I decided I wasn't going to go back for my senior year and then I really wanted to go to acting school. And I, I basically, I remember all, Vinny and a couple of our other friends were like in one of the rooms smoking a blunt and I was like, all right, I got to tell them. So I went in there and kind of dropped it on them. Like, I'm... Not coming back to school next year. I'm going to be going to acting school instead. And Vinny was like, "You're going to fucking acting school, bro? Like, what are you talking about?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, well, "What school are you going to?" And at the time, I was like, I had been to a one week class at New York Film Academy, which is you know a school that people know of and stuff like that. But he he was like, so I told him I'm going to go to New York Film Academy. I, I know about it. And <clears throat> seems like a good place. And he said to me, he's like, it seems like kind of a big decision, bro. Like, maybe you should think about it a little bit. Like, uh, as he's smoking the blunt, like, <laughs> dropping, like, wisdom. They didn't even realize uh-huh. how important it was, what he was saying at the time. So, I'm just going to take a sip of it. Mm-hmm. Ice cold yeah. LaCroix. Yeah. So, I went. I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. I went right back into my room and just, like, typed in, like, best school and best acting school in New York City. And, like, a couple came up. Stella Adler was, like, one of them. And I saw their alumni was like Marlon Brando and De Niro and Harvey Keitel and all these people where I was like, okay, that's that's where I want to go. And then you fucking got in, dude. And I yeah. got in. Fucking awesome. And then there was a, you know, I'll kind of fast forward. There was a, um, like an exchange program type of thing in LA after my two years was done there. Came out here, loved it, and just felt the the vibe as much. Like I try not to use the word vibe and energy and all that. Not that they're bad words. It's just like, it's really the best way to explain what happened for me is like I like the vibe, I like the energy. I just wanted to stay here. Mm-hmm. Kind of quickly decided to go home, pack up my car, and come out. When was that? 2011. Oh yeah, so you've been here a minute. Yeah, so I was I was here kicking around, got to do some some cool stuff. I got to do a, a horror film in Lithuania. What? Which was for real? really badass. Supernatural or murderer? Murderer Fucking in a tattoo cool. shop. Ooh. Dude. Like, spin on that type of chestnut. Uh-huh. It was like, it was sort of, sort of pitched as like hostile, but in a tattoo parlor in Eastern Europe. Burr. Dude, so dope. Yeah. Oh, like, I can hear tattoo needles and like, as a murder weapon and stuff. I'm nervous like that. just thinking about it. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, you can check it out. It's called Anarchy Parlor. <laughs> I believe it's available Whoa. on iTunes oh, and, yeah. um, Maybe it was on Showtime for a little while. Like, yeah, it, it got it was cool. It, it went pretty well. We got a premiere at the uh, Chinese Theater. Wow! And Dude. had a small run at an indie 
um, an indie theater in Los Feliz, Los Feliz yeah. 5 or Los Feliz, Los Feliz 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had kind of a, a limited run there as well. And then I had friends in New York like hitting me up like, dude, are you on a movie? I'm watching Showtime. Like, are you in this movie? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it was. Hell yeah. Um, are you? Can we, without giving any spoilers away, do you have some pretty dope scenes? I do have some really dope scenes. All right. Um, I'll just say I, I, my character's kind of douchey. Oh. So... Word. So okay, I can't we wait. all know what happens to that. He's person. a real sweet boy. He's a real sweet. He's just misunderstood. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was one. That was one of the highlights. Right after that movie, I had to go back to my bartending job, and of like course. literally the day after I got back, and I was like, I had to go back to work, and sort of reality set in of that thing of like you got to just kind of keep going. One thing doesn't mean you're you're there and you're set. You got to kind of keep hustling. Hundred percent. It's cool to hear you be honest about that because I have some homies who have been in like huge Richard Linklater movies and then the very next day they just go back to Uber because they're just like yeah that was an amazing time uh, now I hope, have to walk these dogs now I have to walk these dogs <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Hope, hope to have another amazing time sometime soon but either way I just really like living here and it's I got good friends here and good people and that's I love that lifestyle yeah, yeah. I think there's something to it and so cannabis became that job to, to support your creative life exactly um, at a certain point they had moved the company out here like I was saying to LA they started it in Maryland they started it in New York okay. um, this, so this was like after college um, they were both kind of doing their own thing uh, professionally for a couple years afterwards and then I think in 2015 they started the company this was right around when people were using hair straighteners to make oil yeah parchment paper and a uh-huh. little hair straightener action yeah so one of their friends uh, they had already been taught like been reconnecting a little bit more after college and hanging out and sort of both have decided that they should you know figure out like a kind of a side business they could have for like another revenue stream they they both read um i think it's like the four hour work week oh, or yeah. something like that yeah like bonded over that they're like yo Tim we Paris. should do this you know we're, yeah exactly um you know we're both capable people let's let's see if we can kind of do something on the side together and and see what happens and this was right around that time with hair straighteners happening and one of their friends came over to show them how to do it, and the hair straightener broke. And they were like, Vinny again was probably like, word, really? Like, <laughs> this is the best like way to make this? There's got to be a better way. And so they kind of just researched heat press and things like that and um, made a design and, and kind of like put it out there and got million, like not millions, but lots of orders for it right away. Like this was super high in demand so it was one of those things we talk about all the time where like timing was so important for for this whole thing to happen yeah and it started as this look like hey let's do a little something on the side to like what we're doing now we which is so crazy to think of what's what what's the what's it called what's it called when like what do what are the tenants for like how you all are as a business. Like for us, I think it's like originality, authenticity, honesty, and then try and be funny. Those are great. <laughs> for real, like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we have, Vin uh, and Sam, like created a show pillars, and it's just like our our ways of being, and it's um, something we kind of check back in on. And, it, and it's funny, over the years, I'll, I'll kind of find myself like randomly looking at them like oh yeah we like we do that you know and we we do make that um an emphasis on, on how we handle things so That's cool. um see there uh humility 
We are not perfect. I have I have the whole. You do? Oh, man. Uh, nice. Let's hit it. Yeah. Let's get in. share this. So these are the six show pillars. Uh, humility. We are not perfect. We acknowledge our strengths as well as our weaknesses. And we live our ego out of it. We maintain. Oh. <clears throat> we maintain the mentality to seek the truth in every interaction. There Yo. you go. Mm-hmm. Which enables us to root out the bad and advance the good. We go after our goals with all of our heart, and this keeps us on track as we overcome them. Next one is growth. Oh, that was just one. That was just one. That, that was, was, so that was just one. humility. That's, <laughs> well, that's like the breakdown. There's yeah. six wow. kind of like words and then what they mean. So growth, uh, we are all about progression. We strive for progress, both personally and professionally. We do not rest on our laurels, nor do we coast, as you guys all know. (laughs) We push forward in the good times and push even harder through the challenging times. Mm -hmm. We strive to go show into a superior cannabis product company. I don't think I talk this much usually. No? (laughs) A lot of people complain that I do, but... (laughs) (laughs) That guy Ben never shuts up. (laughs) I guess just not this consistently. Um, Warriors resolve. We are determined. We face both challenges and successes with a winning attitude. We own them and handle ourselves with dignity. We understand that at times it may be difficult, but we submit to the adventure of building something new and fresh into something excellent and thriving. We start nimble and we lay it all down on the line. We do whatever it takes to make incredible things happen. Wow. Yo, to bring it back to what just happened for you in Vegas, that is some serious warrior result. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it was a wild one. I feel I can picture you all like rosin presses in the air, yelling charge, and then just like (laughs) running into the thing, like towards Mastermind's booth and everything. Yeah, somebody else who, who, um, like their brother, like they were brothers with somebody that we work with, and they kind of came to a show. It was like, dude, you guys are like going to like battle. You know what I mean? (laughs) We're really just like packing a big truck and like, you know what I mean? But, (coughs) but no, it is this thing of like, we're really in it together, and there's like a serious team, team effort. Fam- you know, where team show is like our yeah. hell yeah, our code name, whatever. Really, um, yeah, dude. Yeah, but we're like a fam, honestly. At this point, there's a lot of like just old friends and like family members and stuff like that onto the team. But even people that we just hired like a year or two ago are really have become like our family, which is that's one of the parts I really love. Is that yeah. why that tattoo is a little bit fresh? Be I mean, grateful. it's everything you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's like, I don't know, I found that to be and this was like a, a while ago. I just kind of found that saying or that idea to be like a cheat code in life. Like anytime I was feeling like, "Oh, I'm not getting this" or like, "Why is this happening?" Whatever. It's like, take a second and look what would you do have. And I'm really fucking I'm personally really fucking lucky and I I appreciate that but i think everybody has like a lot to be grateful for that you know you might not realize when you're going through it mm-hmm. but if you kind of stop and take a second stop focusing on like what's not going right for you and what's what is going right and what you have and the support you have and whether you realize you have that support or not yeah yeah i love having a that just having a reminder like that on you every day that you can see yeah so most cool. of my friends make fun of me all the time do they <laughs> yeah really? no but like in a in a loving way but yeah, yeah. my brother has <laughs> one a fucking on his dog. bicep that just says the word inspire and because he's a uh, he works in special school district and he's he's a principal and for him it's like when things get hard 
You know what I mean? Just have that word on mm-hmm. your body to remind yourself like why you're in it to begin with and it, it'll help you push through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it has actually like a couple times I've been like, huh, huh, why is this blah blah and I literally like look down and be like, uh 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 I'm like, dude, you got the tattoo. You can't be a fucking asshole right now. <laughs> if you didn't get the tattoo it'd be one thing, but fucking come on, get yeah. it together. Hell yeah. Mine would just say, eh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, just a keep little that. E-H. Yeah. Just a little reminder. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, what do you, what, whatever. It's like, it's all probably fine. Totally. I'll just tell you the other three. I'm not even going to go through the whole thing, but the other ones Please. are compassion, community-minded, and fun-loving. Fucking right. important. Fun-loving is the most important. Yeah. If you're not enjoying what you're doing and all that kind of stuff, like, yeah. what, what are you... What are, you, what are you doing? I'm taking a <laughs> class right now uh, about like mapping out your creative goals and um, you know it's very cool and one of the things about mapping out those goals and dedicating time to achieving them is that a huge part of it is prioritizing your happiness because in the pie chart of what makes a person really productive a big part of it is for them to make sure that they're prioritizing their like actual enjoyment of things because like the pie is not 100% hard work no. a big chunk of that pie has to be prioritizing the fact that you're actually like filling your heart so that you can then pour that into your work and then people will want to work with you so i don't know mike i'm looking at you because we work so hard and i I, want to like for both of us to just like have a great time all the time for sure i think i don't know i kind of needed to have this conversation with you ben to be honest as we like gear up in this new year we all have huge goals and aspirations every day where something cool happens i immediately think to myself yeah but what about this and this and this like i don't take the time to just be like oh fuck yeah this is dope and so it's good to talk with you today yeah for that specific reason mm-hmm. same yeah you, you need to give yourself those little like rewards and those those like moments of like to think, wow, like I, this is exactly what I wanted. I'm doing, I'm doing exactly what I wanted two years ago, five years ago, whatever. Like I'm actually achieving it. So I think it is. It's important to take that moment to like really appreciate it and really like enjoy it for at least a moment, and then get back to work. You know yeah. what I mean? But if it's always just next, 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 like burnout is a very, very real thing. And I, I didn't even know I had it until I had it, and I was like, what is wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. You, you, I, it happened to me like towards the end of last year after these like 60-something events or whatever. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't like keep it going. I started to get more like pessimistic about things, and I just couldn't get out of my own way type of thing and it was i kind of read up on burnout and i was like oh symptom a b c like yep that was me like right down the line so it's important to you know not burn the candle at both ends and take time that at the end of the day i I kind of say this a lot too like this thing's a a marathon you know it's not a sprint sometimes you got to sprint to get where you're going you know whatever but you know we're in this for the long haul and fuck yeah especially in a cannabis game where like People are sprinting left and right and falling on their goddamn faces. Yeah. And y'all have been here, will be here, and continue to be here all the way through federal and beyond. So it's pretty wild. Yeah. And that's when it gets like real exciting. Right. Too. I mean yeah. there's I mean, right now there's still so many restrictions on things and credit card processors getting shut down and like all kinds of just red tape still that you know, when, when it does go federally legal that just gonna open up and we'll listen to this and be like god listen remember, remember back then remember 
remember then. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting to look back. That's one of the reasons that I love this podcast is that it's preserving these moments in amber, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to look back and say, wow, what was up in 2017 or 18 or 19? Because things are changing from week to week right now in the industry. And so yeah. it's neat to sort of preserve this moment and mark it and say, okay, early 2020, this is where you were. Yeah. Remember. Yeah. What about for people who might want to work with you, try and get a job with you, try and bring you as their state goes legal and be like, oh my gosh, like we want to work with some of the best of the best. So how do we get in touch and how do I connect? What do you suggest? Um, I think it would, It we have a, a bunch of different brands, so it would be helpful to kind of um, acknowledge which brand specifically you feel like you would most want to work with. But um, I think I want to just say um, skywriting info at showproductsteam.com. Okay. We have, our website is showproductsteam.com. And that's S-H-O. Yeah. Um, S-H-O products, plural. Mm-hmm. Um, and then T-E-A-M, team. Cool. And uh, email is on there as well. Uh, I believe there's like a contact number that can get you through to the different brands. Um, <clears throat> and what's your address? Mine is. No. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Um, Where can we I find you have, on a Friday night? <laughs> yeah. So so show products. These are all our ancillary, like um, non-THC product touching side of things. Mm-hmm. And then show labs is distribution company and stuff like that so they have a a separate website for that as well showlabsteam.com and those kind of make up along with show ventures which is our operation down in Colombia, where we're looking to we have a a licensing to grow and manufacture hemp and dhc so we're looking towards like international exportation of cannabis oil and plant Yo. Stuff like that. So that's like kind of the three-pronged approach that makes up show companies. Have you gotten to go down to Columbia? I have not. They think I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> they do. We have our, our like our one of our best friends. His name's Felix. Uh, Felix. I just he's introduced himself as Felix, but Mr. Janos. He's kind of a man on the ground down there. He's been distributing our products for a really long time. He has a, a head shop down there in Cali, Colombia, called Blanche. Um, but he says, bro, no, you call him. You know, call him. You, you, I scare for you. He <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll behave myself. Come on. Yeah. Um, but no, but the team has been down there um, cool. quite a few times. Yeah. And have a little farm. We're looking to maybe get a bigger one. And things are things are moving along down there. Um, so that's another part of that federal regulation. Because right now, like Germany and Canada are kind of the two biggest countries that are mm-hmm. international yeah. with that stuff. And yeah, Colombia is well a mess, though. Yeah. Mm, crazy. Preach. Okay, I want to shout out one more person as we wrap up. Let's do it. I got to shout out the first person from show I ever met. And it was also at the exact same time that I first met Mary Jane at Life is Beautiful. Shout out Vinny because... West Coast Vinny? West Coast yeah. Vinny. West Coast Vinny P. <laughs> yeah. Vinny. <laughs> Big shout out to West Coast. Hell yeah. That dude is so cool. And I had a great time with him. And uh, yeah. I just wanted to shout him out real quick. Yeah, he really is. He was the the first person working in the warehouse when I got there. So we've, we've been like brothers for three years. We've like been through it all. He'd um, be the person that I'd find at every cannabis cup like late in the day and be like, yo, do you have like a cold drink of some kind? And he'd be like, yeah. And he'd just fix me a cocktail and we'd like uh-huh. talk mad shit about the day. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> he also, he's the type of dude who like, he'll, he'll like go somewhere to smoke a cigarette and like, 
see him like kind of talking to somebody and come back he'll, he'll be like yo check it out so this guy he's from here and his wife's down from over there but they have a kid and he works at blah, and then just like know somebody's whole life story from like a five minute conversation like yeah. he can just talk to anybody yeah. Um, so yeah definitely a huge shout out to to Vinny P to, to West Coast Vinny Hell and yeah. huge shout out to Rama too as well who introduced us and 100% and, and who, uh, podcast, who, who hosted Green Street crew who hosted uh, uh, Breeze Whitney. Breeze is the, the host of the Sash podcast Ooh. <clears throat> Ooh. Um, yeah if you want to if you want to check that out it's the Sash podcast on Instagram and YouTube you can check uh, Mike's Mike's episode as well we'd yep. love to have you on Mary Jane I, I would think love that to would come. be fantastic yeah. so you Anytime. just heard that happen. That's live. That's recorded. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll set that up for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, Breeze, I knew he was cool because he was just rolling a blunt right before we started. He was like, you are intricate. And I was like, nobody's <laughs> called me intricate before. <laughs> that's what's Thank up. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I've been working towards that. <laughs> Man, you, do, you all do good things. Just bigger and better to come. What about your Instagram and how people want to find you? Um, my Instagram, it's Ben Whalen. W-H-A. L E N. Yeah. Um, can we all like hang out and get some weed and grub too and just like kick it here yes, in LA? Absolutely. Eat some food. 100%. Smoke some good I gotta, I actually got to get some easy recipes from you guys. You want? I've been trying to cook a little bit more at home. For real? Yeah. Yeah, man. I got you. Right now, my, my favorite go to is uh, garlic butter shrimp pasta. Oh. What are you talking I about? I actually kind of nailed it. <laughs> I don't know, but it doesn't seem that hard. I was but it's like you're all like novice. You're you're like advanced. Yeah, no, but just yeah, something that I don't know if you guys got some go tos. I do that Charm. aren't like too what intricate. Do you, what do you what do you <laughs> <laughs> what do you like? Like pasta and meat, meat, veg, pasta, meat, bread? fish. I'm trying to like stay more on the fish stuff. Yeah. Oh, I got a real good bolognese, bolognese. recipe. Okay. Mm-hmm. You fuck with swordfish. Swordfish? Yeah. You know what? I had it once. I had like a swordfish steak. Somebody said I would really like it. It was a little like tougher for me. Than Agreed. I, but I mean, if I'm sure if it's like marinated and like done up nah, right. Or, I'll do some homework. I got you. Okay. <laughs> no doubt. How do you feel about beans? Beans are cool. Beans are all right? Yeah. Beans uh, are all right. Legumes? All legumes. Right. Yeah. Cool. I don't have too many like things that I definitely don't do. Oh man. I'm going to come up. I'm going to do like half thug kitchen vegan and half meat recipes for you for like things like tacos and tostadas and pasta. I got some. Okay. This is great. Yeah. 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 I I almost forgot to mention that, but I'm glad I did. Sweet. All right, bet. Well then we're all hanging out and we're all going to cook, eat, smoke and hang. Great. I'll just eat. (laughs) (laughs) And smoke. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is like awesome. It's kind of amazingly awesome as i hoped it would be so come back man do it yeah no i would love to i would love to all right but yeah uh so this has been the first episode with our new co-co-host ben (laughs) (laughs) thank you all for listening you can follow us on instagram at weed and grub you can hit us up in email wg at weed and grub.com hit us up with questions concerns thoughts pitches Guess anything at all. I'm addicted to my phone. Whisk pics. Nudes. Send Send them nudes. nudes. Yeah, nudes are like noodles. noodles. Yeah. Pictures of your noodles. Okay. (laughs) Oh, noodles too. (laughs) (laughs) Noodle pics. (laughs) Um, Everybody, as always, thank you for listening and talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Later.